Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's drastically changed my life. Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie. All right, another live Wednesday edition here. I wanted to start things off today with talking about consistency and just getting our butts kicked with social media marketing. I've had a few conversations. In fact, I just got off of one where I like to kind of term it almost, hey, talking them off a ledge, but I've been there too. It is one of the most frustrating things in the world when you put so much into you know, your social media content marketing to your YouTube channel to whatever it is and not really getting the return. And the worst part about it, which I'm sure a lot of you have been there, I've been there too, is you kind of look at some other channels that you may be competing against and they are growing and they have all these views. And sometimes you could just have to like take a step back and realize, you know, all the work that you have done, how far that separates you from 99.9% of the other real estate agents who just won't ever do it. And a lot of this stuff comes from a lot of patience and consistency. Even channels that I've had, sometimes take upwards of six or eight months to really get the business flowing in. I've had some, you know, within two weeks close homes. So um, you just never know when it's going to happen. But I always know, hey, I'm just going to stay consistent. I'm going to continue shooting these videos and it's going to pay me the rest of my life. So if I got to work my ass off for a year or two doing this, it's all worth it. If I don't have to spend any money and if I can have this, you know, supply my business for the rest of my life. So I just want you to know too that you know anybody out there that's struggling, sometimes putting in all this effort and you're not you know reaping the benefits. You think it's only you. It's not. Like I have a lot of these conversations, and ultimately I have to have a lot of these conversations with myself too. But I do know it works. We are going to do just over, or we did just over 200 homes for 2021 with our YouTube channels, which is just crazy to me to think about. And it, and it does work. And we've helped hundreds, if not thousands, of agents you know do this across the country. But I've had conversations with some of the top real estate YouTubers that you've ever seen on this platform who close massive amounts of deals following, you know, our course or our mentorship. And, you know, six, eight months in, they're struggling. Man, I've done all the videos. I do what you say and it's not growing and subscribers and views. Oh my gosh, we don't want to worry about those first of all. But second of all, they're like, you know, it's just not that many reach outs. But the day it happens, it just it it just happens. You start getting the calls, they start doubling, they start tripling. Next thing you know, you're getting multiple calls a week. And then all of a sudden it's like every day, but it takes time. And then, you know, it's kicked a lot of us right in the teeth a few times. So just wanted to kind of put my little message out there. It's fresh on the memory because I just got off one of those calls. But this is also something that I love. The call that I got off of, they've partnered with us at eXp because they wanted that in-depth teaching. They want to be able to reach out to me and have those channel consultations and have these conversations. So It's absolutely what I love doing is helping these people really grow their channels too. So if you are ever interested in the partnership, make sure you're shooting me that email, jackson at realagentnow.com. If you're new to this channel, listening to me, my name is Jackson Wilkie, creator of the Channel Junkies, 13 YouTube channels across the country, all YouTube for real estate from Seattle, Washington to Florida Keys and everywhere in between. 
I'm the only agent who's ever done it in the world, and I am here to teach you guys a thousand percent free everything that I have learned, and it's all on this channel. So make sure you tap that subscribe button, click the bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. And this is my live edition where you get to come in, ask me any of your questions that you have. I don't care what it's about. I don't care how new you are, how long you've been doing YouTube. Maybe you've got a hundred videos. Maybe you've never even shot a video. There is no dumb question. You've got to ask me everything. So come join me if you are catching this not live every single Wednesday at 11 Pacific time to Eastern. All right, let's get to some of these questions. You guys stack me up, whatever you guys got. I'll be here for as long as you guys need. Oh yeah, so I felt the, the same way about watching others when first starting off with the YouTube channel. Yeah, so what he's referencing is, you know, you, you start your YouTube channel and all we wanna do is look at all these other YouTube channels and be like, well, why does he have 20,000 views on that video? I just shot that video and I only have nine views. I did that too. And so that also puts us into a corner of like, okay, I gotta start sharing this thing. I gotta start blasting. I gotta put money to it. I need views, 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 views. And what that does is absolutely crushes your YouTube channel. If you start placing your video in front of people who don't want it just to get that view count up, you're putting your video behind the eight ball when, it, when it's concerned to the algorithm. The algorithm is out there trying to find people most likely to watch your content. So when we do these things to try and just get views, because unfortunately us real estate agents get sold on views and subscribers, that's what sells, even though we know that's all BS. It really hurts our channel. So it's okay to have seven views at the end of the week. If those are seven views of people searching and finding your content, your channel is going to grow a million times faster than if you're placing your videos all over social media to get views. So don't worry about other channels. You just stay consistent, stay organic, follow our recipe, and it freaking works. Guys, I got a few questions here. I got a ton of you in the audience, and I only have three likes. So if you would take a second, hit that like button. That's what gets this video out there. We get more real estate agents and loan professionals in here asking questions. I will answer every single question, stay as long as you need, but as soon as they're up, I will roll. So I've only got two more questions. If I answer those and there's nothing else, I will be going. So I don't care what you got, let's get to them. All right, so I'm currently facing this challenge right now, starting a channel in a bigger, more expensive market. Okay, so you know, anytime that you're in a bigger, more expensive market, you are going to get your butt kicked. There's just a lot of factors around that. First of all, when you think about a bigger market, this is something that no real estate agent ever took into mind. Okay, it's way bigger market. There's more people moving there. I'm gonna just dominate. Unfortunately, you have a lot more competition and usually it's not not from real estate agents, but if you think about YouTube, and now I understand it, when I go to my small little hometown where I'm from, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, there's not a lot of videos about it. You know, maybe a couple thousand, tens of thousands of videos with Coeur d'Alene, Idaho in the title. When I came to Houston, Texas, thinking, oh my God, 100,000 people move there a year, it's going to be a gold mine. It took me forever to get videos going because there's probably 300 million videos with the words Houston, Texas. So you're lost in a sea. But if you stay consistent with literally the videos that I teach and give away for free, over time, they start uh, getting through. Basically, you need one or two videos to kind of just get through that breaking point to start getting suggested out there a bunch, and that's what drags the rest of your channel up. But when it's a more expensive city, people have a lot more uh, difficult time pulling the trigger. So a lot of the more expensive, bigger cities, you're gonna put in way more work, and you may not get the, the payday until a year and a half in, two years in, because like our Seattle channel, for instance, is over two years old. And now it's, you know, closing pretty steadily amounts of business, but it's all over a million bucks. And a lot of these people came and rented for a year. So you're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to just continue to be consistent. You're going to get your butt kicked more than you've ever got it kicked. And understand that a lot of these people have a hard time coming to a city. They want to get a nice place, but that might cost them 1.2, 1.5 
Whereas they come down here to Houston, Texas, and they can get a nice big place for $300,000. That's an easier pill to swallow. So, and usually, you know, there's people buying those one, $2 million houses, you know, they're smart, they're, they take their time with things. So obviously you'll get a couple onesie twosies here and there, but for the most part, it's more like, you know, one and a half, two years in to where that really starts paying. All right. So Tom Kerr says, my channel is over one years old and I have my name as the channel name. If I change the channel name, will it hurt my channel? No, it won't hurt it at all. My living in Portland, Oregon channel was Jackson Wilkie. It was my first just YouTube channel that I had to watch YouTube videos when I was a blue collar worker from Idaho and I didn't know anything about video or social media. A couple of years later, go to Portland, start you know uploading videos to YouTube. And once I kind of started, okay, I'm going to go all in with YouTube. I changed our YouTube channel name to The Real Agent Now Group with Jackson Wilkie and Jesse Dow. And we started releasing videos like that. Then I, when I really got obsessed with YouTube and, and got away from all these marketers and these realtors who were teaching it completely wrong, and I became an actual YouTuber myself, that's when I realized, oh my gosh, like the channel needs to be 100% about the city. That's what I'm talking about. So when they go there, it's the channel name, the channel art, everything, the playlist is all about Portland. These people are gonna be like, this is exactly what I needed. So I changed the channel name to Living in Portland, Oregon. And boom, started ranking, helped our videos. And now you see thousands of living in channels across the country. So I started that. And that was with my original Jackson Wilkie, which is from my email address from high school. So no, it won't hurt you in any way. It'll actually help you. And that's just the one thing that I've found is, you know, naming your channel about that. Again, it's more of a mindset. That was one thing I was learning early on because I had my channel name as me. And, you know, in the channel art, it was all just like top Portland realtor, call, text, email, sales, 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 really gross, right? But I was doing videos about Portland, Oregon. So when they would go to my channel to creep me out, then it was all just realtor sales. It didn't even say Portland, Oregon in the channel name. It didn't say Portland, Oregon in the channel art, nothing. It was just sale, 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 realtor, right? And so they were less likely to subscribe or call. So that's when I started realizing, oh my gosh, like we're getting taught to do this completely wrong. So now obviously you see thousands of these channels across country um, and, and that's what works. So you can change your name, no problem. All right, so Valiant Broussard says, can you talk about any trends that you might expect in YouTube for real estate in 2022? I'll tell you about my trends, right? I've traveled the country. I've started 13 YouTube channels across the country. I have been in big markets, small markets, you name it. The biggest trend that I'm doing going forward, and it's pretty simple, is really the consistency. And that is something that sounds so broad, but I got my butt kicked. A lot of agents that I talk to get their butt kicked. You start doing all these videos and then you kind of take a break. You, you fall off, you run out of video content ideas. I'm telling you right now, what's getting thrown in our face with all the short form video and TikToks and YouTube shorts, don't do it. Stop it. We are getting sold on some high grade BS. And it is very frustrating to see because at the end of the day, there's more people moving and relocating and buying houses in last year and this year than any other year in the history of the United States. Last year, eight times more people move and relocated and bought homes than any other year. And that trend is continuing to go. And if people have a major purchase decision, that means that they go to search engines to find that. Has a YouTube short ever, 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 ever ranked? Nope, it has not. Do people go to TikTok to try and find out where to live in a city? Hell no. When they're taking a dump and they have two minutes to spare, they're on TikTok, right? This is not where people go. So the biggest trends that everybody's pushing in our face about short form content 
is putting you into a black hole and you will get so frustrated and you will quit. Plus, if you are trying to truly get a channel that gets into suggested and browse features and gets recommended out to thousands of people, then I want to have videos that are the longest, right? About those keywords. That's how I get a million, two million, three million different impressions on one video because it's going, okay, anything about Houston, Texas, if people are searching that, they're gonna like this video because so many other people do. So they're just dropping it on everybody's home screens and suggesting it. So that's why we grow these things so fast. That's why we you know, rank for all these videos with good, long, organic videos because that's what YouTube wants. It wants the most people over on its platform so they can feed ads. And so that's really the trend is getting back to at least one video a week for me with multiple channels. If I had just one channel, guaranteed no slippage anymore, two videos every week and never miss out. The most you know efficient, the most profitable YouTube channels that I've seen besides mine. I'm not going to talk about mine, but this you know coached or seen, they are consistent with at least a video a week, if not two, and that seems to be the best thing going forward. Especially now that I've taught thousands of agents this, and there's channels all across the country. Just got to be better. Just got to go in, be yourself, be very raw, be honest about your area, and and have those good long organic videos. All right, here we go. Let's keep these questions rolling. I got a ton of you in the audience and six likes. You guys must not like me, homies. Come on, hit that like button. Let's get some more people in here. Should my channel name be more about what the channel is about instead of my name? Exactly. That was, you know, and I answered you on this just a little bit ago, but that was the big just like mind blow up thing that I had of, you know, the light bulb going off of like, okay, when I started understanding, you know, the algorithms, the data, everything about YouTube, when people came to my channel and it was all about top realtor, call, email, text, that's not what they searched, right? They really, and I found this out because a lot of times I was watching YouTube channels. So you catch a video from this dude and you're like, oh, I kind of like that. I would go to his channel and he would be all over the board with all these different styles of videos. So I'm like, oh, I guess I won't subscribe there, right? And then I would go and I'd watch this other video and the dude would be like, this is exactly how to grow your YouTube channel or how to grow YouTube channels. And all his playlists were stacked up. Here's how to edit. Here's how to start. Here's what to say. Here's script. Like all of them. Like, there we go. That's exactly what I want. And I'm like, is my channel doing that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I started thinking about all the SEO and ranking. I'm like, well, my channel doesn't even have the keywords in it. And I understand that I could get away with a channel name that's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and my videos rock and I'll still get business. But I was like, why not get that added bonus of, you know, adding my channel? And I didn't know how it would all pan out. But when I changed it to living in Portland, Oregon, I saw that the real uptick in, in you know, uh, views and, and, and everything ranking. And now obviously you type that in and our channel ranks. So I just, yes, you need to be naming. I feel strongly about naming your channel about, you know, what the channel's about. Here's the second part to that. We're so small-minded and I get this all the time from a lot of other realtors trying to teach like, no, it needs to be your name. It's you on the camera, it's you on the video. At the end of the day, I don't sell any of the homes from any of these YouTube channels. And some of our YouTube channels are valued at over $8 million because we proved when we actually asked a bunch of lawyers like, hey, we want to, you know, if we ever thought about selling this, you know, do you think we could, could we get a valuation? They said, well, the only way is, are you able to not answer any of the phone calls and close the deals? Or is it 100% your business? And, and if you leave, the, the business closes, right? Just like John Doe real estate team or Every time we name a, a real estate team after ourselves, you have to be involved. You can't leave that, right? And so now we have a sellable asset. And obviously we've proved it 13 times that we don't have to answer the phone calls or we don't have to close the deal. So 
that's the way you want to set yourself up if you want to think big and build, you know, a legacy business that you can, you know, hand off to other agents and have them close the deals for you. So two different worlds of thought there. All right. So guys, keep keep up with the questions. These are awesome. I love this stuff. How do you handle people who just want to ask you questions for about 45 minutes on a phone call and then end up using you and then don't end up using you as a buyer's agent. I'm having some issues with this lately. Yeah, so we don't have really that issue anymore. We're really vetting people right out of the gate. The first thing you have to do is when these people reach out, you know, via text, email is just, hey, are you renting or buying? And they go, oh yeah, we're moving there and we're actually just renting. Perfect. Well, we don't actually work with rentals here in this market. In fact, they're not even listed on the MLS. So we don't have access to those. You're gonna wanna go to, you know, hotpaz.com or you know, rent or zillowrent.com, whatever it is that our team sends. And they say, okay, thanks for your time. Or we ask, hey, you know, are you thinking about, you know, renting or buying? And they say, actually, we're moving there and we're buying. Perfect. Let's get you set up on a Zoom call. And that might be we're like, well, yeah, dude, that's what I'm doing, getting them on a Zoom call. Or they're calling in. What do I do when they're calling in? What we say is when they call in, be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for reaching out. Actually, I'm with a YouTube client right now. If you would, I'm going to follow up with a link and, and ask you a few questions and then you can schedule a Zoom call right away. So when they call in, you say, hey, I'm so glad you, you gave us a call. I'm so glad you reached out. Are you looking to rent or are you looking to buy? So either way, we're going to vet them, right? And if they're just looking for information, unfortunately, sorry, we can't help you right now. At first, with my personality, I just want to help everybody and I feel like kind of an ass doing that. But now you're seeing it. It sucks to help these people. In fact, I helped people and I toured them around. I did two different clients this way uh, where I didn't vet them good enough. They ended up not using me. And so I drove them around for three days and they didn't do anything. So we have a lot of steps and measures in place to avoid that. These are things that we help you know, our, our EXP partners do so that they can scale and grow. If you are ever interested in, in our exact playbooks, systems, processes, our course partnerships, Hey, you may be a fit, may not. Shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com to learn that. But you've got to start vetting these people and figuring out what their true intentions are. So you mentioned last time that you were experimenting with video length. What videos should be seven minutes and what videos should be longer, like 12 to 15 minutes? Example, general videos versus specific neighborhood explained. Yeah, so what I thought about this was like, all right, I have all these super long videos and they're getting suggested like crazy because... Again, I'm on YouTube all day. So some of this stuff is not like backed data analytic, actual YouTube. And it's just me after managing a thousand videos and seeing what works, what doesn't. And then again, I kind of just monitor my search habits. So when I'm searching something, I want to learn how to do something. I tend to look for obviously that catchy thumbnail, the title it fits, but the length of the video seems to matter. I don't know why I don't want to watch like a 20 minute video unless I'm working out or drive it, whatever, something like that. But for the most part, I'm trying to get quick. But when I go to my home screen of my YouTube channel and all those big bright thumbnails are there, I just click on it. I don't care if it's 30 minutes long and I get sucked into it. And so that's why I was like, man, maybe I should do a couple shorter videos and not like five minutes, but like eight, 10, 12 minute videos for search to see. And so, I mean, I've shot a couple. I haven't really looked at the analytics, but I also have shot so many videos. I have a really hard time shooting short videos. Like I'm always a minimum 10, 12, 15 minutes. So again, this there's no like science to this. I've had nine minute videos get 50,000 views. I've had 45 minute videos get 100,000 views. Like it just is more about the video than anything. And getting that suggested traffic is what's really, really big. So that's stuff you can just kind of monitor in your analytics. I understand, you know, and, and the majority of the videos that I'm shooting shorter now are for this channel. Real estate agents have zero time. Like 
it's crazy. So I've, I've actually learned to, you know, have a little bit shorter, you know, seven, eight minute videos for this. Obviously I have some longer ones too, but yeah, real estate agents ain't got the time. So I do shorter ones, but people moving, relocating, trying to absorb as much information about your city. Like they will binge watch super long videos multiple times, pause it, write notes. So I love those good, long organic videos. All right. Oh, living in Grand Junction, the Hayes Group. Some of my original, original homies doing like 500K in commissions, 400K in commissions from their channel. Uh, living in Grand Junction, Colorado. You guys go check them out. Talk about getting in early, being consistent, just doing the work and changing their entire business. Yeah. Robert Hayes, Christy, you guys rock. For bigger, expensive cities, are you noticing more success from people with videos on suburbs rather than city and neighborhoods? Yes, for sure. I just had this conversation. Again, you know, a lot of this like real strategic big city stuff I save for like our partners at eXp and I give them my playbook and what I'm looking for. But broadly enough, yeah, big cities. I've had this so many times. People will just go, you know, they have this just juicy big city that everybody's moving to a sunbelt city, whatever. And they'll focus on all the little cities, neighborhoods and stuff around there. Like, well, I don't really work those areas. So I just want to focus on these ones. And they get a couple reach outs here and there, but for the most part, their channel never grows. I mean, you basically got to do 80 plus percent of your videos as the main city, the driver. It's just what you have to do. And then I'm going to own the keywords of all those city suburbs that surround it. But I'm understand that, you know, any kind of big, large, you know, city like that, you got to own that. And it's going to take you a long freaking time to break through there. And you're going to have to have good, long, brutally honest videos that get engagement and get the comment sections fired up. Um, but yeah, it's going to take a long time to break through on those, but when they do, they can really give you the payday. So that's just kind of my take on that. All right. So would you recommend naming a channel living in LA if there are others using the same? So everybody gets held up on the name a lot of times and yeah, you can have as many channels with the same name as you want. I moved here to Houston, Texas, and I have like eight of my students with living in Houston, Texas channel. So didn't matter. I was like, all right, I got all my students there. I don't really care. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to work as hard as I can and I'm going to beat them, you know, and they're all getting a lot of business from theirs. I know a gal who gets a ton of business from her living in Houston, Texas channel too. We all have our own opinions, our own voices. Some like her, some like me, but yeah, I, I mean, it's just, that's what I do. You can name it whatever you want at the end of the day. Like I said, if you've got the right videos and content and your channel art is all about LA, then great. You know, you're going to capture a lot of people too, but it's just the way that I've always done it. And yeah, YouTube allows the same name. So you can name it whatever you want. But if you want, you know, I just really like focusing on like moving to or living in. That's what people are searching. And that's where I want to rank. All right, guys, a bunch of you out in the audience. I've only got one more question. So when I answer this, I'll be done. Unless you guys got anything else, make sure you guys are hitting me up with your questions. I don't care what they are. Uh, I'm here to answer them. So Tom says, when you delete a video from your channel that has a lot of views, does it affect your channel? I changed it from public to private, but the views keep going or kept going. I just deleted it since the info was old. So if you went to private, the only way it gets more views is if you shared it and those people kept watching it. Because once it goes private, you have to physically share it. So I don't know how you were getting more views, but if it had outdated information, I would have just left it because... I shoot videos that are three years old now and people are watching the hell out of those things and they're still getting suggested. And even though some of the info is a little bit outdated, it's still a good video and it's a driver to my channel. So I'm not deleting anything. The only thing I would unlist or delete is, you know, videos that are hurting me. YouTube shorts, you know, really short videos, all the listing videos, 
a lot, a lot of the stuff that people aren't going to search, but as your channel continues to grow and you start doing the videos that I teach, and then you have 30 of these other videos that aren't about, you know, YouTube related stuff, restaurant interviews, inspection, escrow, they're going to get recommended just because it's on your channel and nobody's going to click them and it'll hurt your overall average view durations and click through rates. So that's the only thing I would suggest, you know, really deleting. But if you got videos from 2019 about your city, just leave that stuff. But that's also why I really preach evergreen content. That's why I talk about cities and suburbs because 10, 15, 20 years from now, like that suburb's still going to be there. Maybe look a little different, but that video is still going to work for me. Like listing videos and stuff, they're just there one day, gone the next. But at the same time, nobody's searching 1897 West Songbird Lane. So you can delete videos and stuff. But if you got videos that are churning for you and they're helping you, you know, you can leave those things as long as it's about your city and what your channel's about. All right, I have 25 videos done last year and 40 plus titles to do this year. Any tips for someone like me in a small market to help me get more reach outs and less people looking? No, I think anybody who's had a channel for a long time remembers where the exact stage you're in. So from the sounds of it, you're getting reach outs, but it's just, you know, people kind of kicking the tires right now. It's it's a pipeline business. It's something that people are feeling out. Even here in Houston, it took a long time. We were closing onesie twosies, but... I mean, we're a little over a year now and, and now Joe's like, yeah, it's going crazy. 11 homes, you know, in escrow right now this week. And just, it, it takes a long time. You're going to have to build this pipeline and stay consistent. That's why I opened this whole live with consistency. I got my ass kicked with consistency. A lot of people do. If you just continue to shoot these videos, your channel's going to keep growing, keep su getting suggested, keep getting in front of the laps of people most likely to you know move or whatever. But all those people who started catching you six, nine months ago, they're coming in hot. And that is just what happens with these YouTube channels. It's almost unexplainable. I've got certain YouTube channels that has a viral video, 2,500 subscribers. We got like 30, 40 million in the pipeline. We've closed one deal in eight months. It's just the way it is. But I keep telling them, hey, it's going to be insane and he literally texted me yesterday he goes oh my god talking to you was good luck i have five zoom calls today clients moving here so he's pumped about it he understands the weight it just takes some time this is when everybody gets burnt out and quits and you can't you got to keep going so there's nothing there's no magic number there's no magic pill there's nothing you can do to just like press a button and it works you've got to just continue on the path look at your top five best videos that you have performing and reshoot those reshoot them better be more honest about your opinions give more detailed information but those are channel drivers that you can duplicate again and they're going to get a lot of views right out of the gate and, and kind of pick that channel up a little quicker so if you're getting reach outs and you know 25 videos in is still relatively new it's going to happen just stay consistent oh there's my my homie sean you have been mentioning controversial topics. Have you done anything like homeless or something less real estate related to get people's eyes on your channel? Well, hell yeah. So I don't, here, here's a prime example, right? Everybody knows what's going on in Portland, Oregon, or at least what happened, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever. Um, I just did a video, you can steal the title, and it said, what is it like living in Portland, Oregon now after dot, 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 you know, quite, you know, exclamation point. And I just opened that video, dude, and I was like, all right, you've seen it on the news. Portland's burning down. It's a crap hole. There's homeless everywhere. The place is burning. All the businesses are destroyed. It is absolutely terrible, right? Well, some of that stuff did happen. It's unfortunate. Those people are freaking losers, and they actually went and defaced and ruined some buildings of African-American business owners. So that goes against everything they're fighting for, and they are idiots. But 
it wasn't as bad as you guys think. What is the news's whole job to get as many clicks and views as possible? So they're painting this picture that there's thousands and tens of thousands of people down there just tearing everything up and it's crazy. Yeah, they were rioting and throwing smoke grenades. It's, it's nuts, right? But it wasn't as bad as you think. I had people calling me every day going, dude, are you even alive? Are you getting burned to death in these fires and stuff? I'm like, wait, what's going on? I didn't even know it was going on. So unfortunately, yes, that stuff's happened. But I'm here to tell you right now, local Portlanders and people who have moved here who freaking love this city state are banding together to clean things up, to help these businesses get back on their feet. If you don't like that kind of stuff, you may not want to live here. But if you truly want to know what it's like living here in Portland, Oregon now, stay tuned. So Sean, there's your intro. You can steal that. That is literally a video I just shot. Now I kind of just touched on all those topics, but I, you know, go on there for 10, 12, 15 minutes about kind of, Hey, what's going on? Look, people are still moving here and it's not like that out in the suburbs. Some of these areas and the downtown areas have calmed down. Some of the, you know, political stuff is not my favorite. You can comment down below what your thoughts are, but I'm not going to be talking about that today. I'm just going to tell you what it's like for me and my family to, to be here, what we're enjoying, what we're doing, what we're seeing. And I went down that path and that video kind of skyrocketed right out of the gate um, with lots of views, lots of comments, tons of engagement, you know, just people going back and forth. I like to call it the presidential debate style comment section. That's what I'm striving for. But I don't do a video of like, hey, let's talk about all the homeless in Portland. You know, I just kind of mention it where, you know, where they're at. But it's not like, you know, they're just crawling everywhere. Right. So, yeah, I, I kind of touch on that stuff. And you'll notice a lot of my videos are really just about the major city, suburb, and my opinions of living there, things you need to know, things that catch you off guard, times of certain area of the city and, and who lives there, who doesn't. That kind of stuff is really what propels, you know, our channel. But you partner with us at EXPC. You always get my time, man. Book me. Let's uh let's chat, Sean. All right. Kyle, what up, man? Do you shoot videos more than once? Example, doing a pros and cons video each year. Hell yeah. I shoot those things like every two, three months. I actually remember when I started the Portland channel, uh, we did three videos every week and I thought I had to have a new title every week. So I went crazy uh, about all these titles, man, like all these different keywords. I spent so much time doing that and I'm kind of glad I did it. You know, I'm kind of glad I did all this stuff, you know, as hard as I did to, to truly learn and teach you guys what works and what doesn't. But yeah, I actually wrote down 50 video titles the other day that like I've shot on every channel that just work and I'm batch shooting all those. And it's basically just recycling through. I'm, that's all I'm going to do is just focus on basically 20 video titles that I use and just keep reshooting them over and over because we get into our minds that, oh my God, I've already shot that video. Well, People that watch your pros and cons a year ago, they're probably already done watching your videos and your content. They've moved on. They've already used you bought a house or they've already moved there or they didn't end up moving there and they're just not watching. But every day you're getting all these new people searching, finding your content and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for this video. I needed it. They haven't even seen your old video. And the other thing I found out, especially through my own, again, a lot of this is me. I'm like, dude, I've watched this dude will do like five video, like his whole channel with hundreds of videos. He's got like 10 of them that are the exact same title and I'll watch all of them because he tweaks a little bit of information in there every time. And I can't not get it. I can't get enough. I want more. And so when people are moving, relocating, they want more, they want more, they want more. So yeah, I'm going to recycle all my videos about three weeks in and I have 1000 views and six buyers in the shoot struggling on editing and being scalable. Well, that is what we've mastered. So if you ever do want help, and I know who you are, you reached out to me the other day. So I'm excited to talk to you, Amy. Yep, that's going to hold you back. I'll be brutally honest. And we feel like we need to, you know, do everything or pay a local and they 
take forever on editing and they charge a fortune, you know, and we actually have some companies or, or a new VA that we just started using too, that I'm not going to mention on here because he's not ready for that many people yet. Yeah. You're going to want to delegate as much as, as humanly possible so that you can stay consistent and basically just focus on getting the videos out. So these are all things that obviously, you know, we, we do at a high, high level and would love to help you out with. I live in Connecticut and it's a big state since I'm new to YouTube. Should I pick a place that will have the most searches as opposed to my preferred towns? Um, yeah, so you're going to, you know, you're going to have to kind of find the, what I call the driver to the channel, right? Like I could focus on, you know, just Sugarland or just Katy, Texas here in Houston. And obviously that's a bad example because it's such a massive city state. But, you know, if you were thinking about, you know, doing just one little small city suburb i'm reading your your channel name i <laughs> badly enough i don't even know if i know any cities in connecticut so i might just search you know where to live in connecticut i know it's pretty small but um yeah you're gonna want to find whatever the main driver the biggest city suburb is around you that's going to be your driver and at least 80 percent of your videos are going to have that in the title and then the other 20 percent will be the surrounding areas so that's kind of the mixture that i do you know, no matter what is a 9% CTR or is 9% a good click through rate. Okay. So here's again, you know, one thing I want to break down in, into detail, because if I just hear 9% click through rate, I'm like, hell yeah, that's good. But that could be 10 views and you know, out of what 90, 90, 90 uh, impressions or something like that is about, well, I don't know if that's about 9%, but basically nine views out of a hundred impressions is what you're looking at. So if that's what I saw, nine views out of a hundred impressions, then I'm like, well, it's not really that good. It's, there's nothing really to base that off of. But if you've got a 9% click-through rate and there's a hundred thousand impressions, then yeah, I'm like, okay, that's, that's a killer, killer click-through rate. So when you're looking at click-through rates, you have to go to your analytics, go to your traffic. So you have to truly look at your click-through rate in totality. How many views, how many impressions, and what's that click-through rate? Because sometimes we'll look at something that has a really high click-through rate but yet it only has, you know, 400 impressions, right? But then we have this video over here and it has four and a half percent or 5% click through rate, but it has a hundred thousand impressions. That's actually a better click through rate. And so out of the gate with the thumbnails that I do and teach, you know, with brand new videos, sometimes I see 35% click through rates, but I know that's going to go down drastically. I have videos that launch right out of the gate. I look at my dashboard and they'll get thousands of views and it's my number one video that I've ever launched quickest to get. And it's got a two and a half or a 3.4 to 4.2% click through rate. And it says green, even though that's lower than my channel average, what it says is, hey, this video is performing so well, we're throwing it out to a more broad audience. So that's why you have a lower click through rate, but the video is still performing very good. So this is a normal click through rate. So Again, just a 9% click-through rate, hell yeah. The the average on YouTube is 20, 80% of videos on YouTube have less than a 4% click-through rate. So if you're above 4%, you know, you're better than 80% of videos. So I'm looking usually in that, it's kind of tough because, you know, five, 6% is really good for a channel average, but some of my channels like just exploded with like kind of some, some videos that took off and got suggested like crazy. And so it may drop my, my click-through rate down a little bit, but I know how to just kind of monitor video per video. And a lot of times, guys, it's not the thumbnails, it's the titles too. So I've gotten a lot better at my titles. Not so worried about what TubeBuddy says, but like taking the keywords of the city and then really putting in some words that surround it that get people to click. That's why you see a lot of the titles I do, pros and cons. You know, people don't serve that, search that. They really search like living in Portland, Oregon, but pros and cons of living in Portland, Oregon. 
they're like, oh my gosh, I, ser- I searched living in Portland, Oregon, but that says pros and cons. There's bad, what? I better watch that. So you just have to be very mindful about those click-through rates. Tom says, thanks for doing this. Great content and looking forward to next Wednesday. Yep, we'll see you guys every single Wednesday. That is 11 a.m. Pacific or two o'clock Eastern. I come on live and answer all y'all's questions. If you ever miss these, Tom, any of anybody out there, they are 100% recorded and they are on my podcast. Go to any one of your podcast platforms, search Channel Junkies. You'll find them there. All of them are recorded. So while you're doing long drives, working out, whatever, you can listen to a lot of these and get a ton of insight. So go check that out. And Amy says, thanks. All right, homies. Well, this is exactly what we're doing. I'm not traveling, starting any new channels anymore. I did 13 of them. I know exactly what to do, exactly not what to do. I am giving that to our EXP partners. That's all I'm doing helping them scale, grow their business systems, processes, stepping out of production. All of that is what we do and what we've helped so many do. If you're interested at all, learning more about our partnership, shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com. It may be a fit, it may not, but at least you'll know. But that is how we give everything away. We want you to grow. The more you grow, the more we grow. And that's it. So with no other questions, until the next live video next Wednesday, homies. We'll catch you later. Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at EXP Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.